This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Oh. Right. Hey there, everybody. What's up? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour number 67 for September 3rd, 2019. I am Steve Wichel in New Orleans. Hey, Tony Barnett coming to you live from the Orient this week. Nice. That was good. So, uh, We're back just five days later. How about that? We're on a Even less because we did the podcast on Thursday. That's why I said five days and not seven. Oh, not seven. Oh, so Steve. Uh, we are live right now on the page on Facebook.com slash Central. Yes. And I'm going to share it in the group now as soon as my page refreshes. Uh, we still have a little noise in the background there. And if you hear it and you're annoyed by it, I apologize. But it is not us. It is Skype. And I don't know what to do about it. I've tried to fix it by... Uh, Very elusive sound on the Skype. Yeah. It's, it's just a, like a... High-pitched and staticky sound, and I even Googled it to see if anybody had a, a solution, and nobody did. So, no bueno. So we just have to deal with it, and then write angry letters to Skype and tell them, uh, you know, fix this stuff, man. That's right, because they're very attentive and they care. Um, you would think maybe they would. I don't really know. I don't know if there's a way to contact Skype. Tell you the truth. Uh, Think about that. How can that be? It's like this large conglomerate, right? And there's no way <laughs> to get in touch with somebody. I, I don't know. It seems like the larger they are, the harder they are. To, like, can you call somebody at Facebook? <laughs> no. Like, yeah, as I mean, it's crazy. Give me the number for Facebook, please. <laughs> Facebook, how may I direct your call? Uh, I want to speak to Mark Zuckerberg, please. Press 1 for Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> right. That's one for 
And then your weight Two time. for sales, three for inquiries, four for new to earth, five for existing. <laughs> your wait time for Mark Zuckerberg is 67 days, 15 <laughs> hours. 17 hours and 47 minutes. 47 minutes. 62 seconds counting down. You are number 3,478. If you would like to have Mark get in touch with you, please leave <laughs> your number after the beep. Leave a message in the voicemail box. And he will get back to you in... Hey, this is Mark. Sorry, I'm a little busy right now. I'll get back to you shortly. <laughs> give, me, give me your number. I would like to talk Sorry, to Mark. Sorry, the mailbox is full. <laughs> yeah. I would like to talk to Zuckerberg I, and, and give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> hey, this is Mark. I know you're probably pissed off about something. Leave me a message. I'll call you back. <laughs> uh, what do my people call you? He doesn't have to do anything. I'll right? leave that for my outgoing message next time. Hey, this is Tony. I know you're probably pissed off about something. So leave me a message. I'll call you back. Thanks. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs> oh man hey I'd like to give Zuckerberg a piece of my mind there's some things about Facebook that just aren't right that need some fixing like what are all these people doing there's so many people that work for Facebook but what are they doing what are they doing every day nothing is changing really much they're Facebooking that's what they're doing at work they're on Facebook all day that is work. their work dude. I know I know that's their work but that's the problem they're on Facebook all day there's no work allowed at Facebooking I mean, I know there's, I know there's, like a sales team. I've spoken to people from the sales team before at Facebook, but they have like these big. I did a, we probably talked about it when I did it, but I, I attended one of these like Facebook seminar things for people that run groups with large people and or large groups on Facebook and and. Uh, I don't know you have large people in your group. Yeah, there's large, small, medium, all sizes. We don't discriminate. There's no discrimination in Carbia Central. No, no, no. We don't. You know, we take them all. Um, so, you know, they have people on the road working for Facebook, like out there mingling with the, with the real folks, with the, with the, the people mingling with the common folk, the common folk. Yes. But I mean, there's, you know, Facebook with campus, just like Google and, you know, there's a ton of people working there. What are they doing every day? They're chilling. That's what they're doing. I don't know. I want answers. They're figuring out metrics. Um, Speaking of metrics and stuff and post reach and leaders. Yeah. Like I, I have a, an issue with posting. That's what I want to talk to him about. Cause I, I post things on the cover band central page every day and some things get a tremendous amount of reach while other things have a very minimal reach. And it's, there's something in the algorithm that's not allowing when I share stuff from the website, coverbandcentral.com and I share it on the page it just doesn't get as much of a reach or nearly as much of a reach as like a funny meme or or, or another article or whatever. Um, and there's, there's just a balance that's off there. But anyway, today, and I, I'm saying this because today I put something up there that was important that I wanted a lot of people to see and they didn't. But we launched, today we launched the contest. We are now giving away a brand new Reverend Kyle... Uh, Oh, what's his last name? Kyle Shutt. Signature <laughs> Signature Electric Guitar. It's the brand new. Guitar giveaway. Yeah, it's brand new. It's in midnight black, uh, the color, and it's uh, retails for fourteen hundred and thirty nine dollars. So it's not a piece of junk. This is a good guitar. Um, yeah, for sure. A really good guitar. So we launched this contest today and it it's running for four weeks, so we'll have the drawing on October first. 
and uh, you can enter for free at the at covervancentral.com you can go there and just click on the link for the contest and put in your info there and you're in um so i you can write an essay about why you love the wisdom no. hour and the best wisdom hour essay will will win <laughs> that'd be cool man to do something like that maybe 500 that. words or less keep it brief maybe not that but something like that um okay so yes um go to the website sign up for or uh, enter the contest for free um and yeah, I put the post up for that today on the page, and it just didn't get a whole lot of engagement. But then I went live later, a couple hours later, and did like you know a live video talking to the people, and and that got a lot of engagement. So live live feeds always do work well. Um, but interesting. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because it's like this is something I want everybody to know about, and and they should, and there's there shouldn't be any reason that. It, it it doesn't get the same amount of reach. So maybe that's what those people are working on, those those scoundrels there. In, in the maybe they're trying to stretch to get more reach. Well, I know they want to sell, uh, you know, sell boosts. They they try to get you to, to, to pay for for advertising. And I've done it before. The boosts. Yeah, and I've done it before, and it's, it's worked okay. Um, but they put a lot of time into that. Uh, so, but it's unfair if they're letting you, you know, if they're allowing some things to have good reach and then others they won't because they want you to pay for it. Then that's just that's just rotten. So yeah, surprised. Like you, you don't think it would work that way? Like there's always a certain level that you get for free, you know, and then there's a next level up, and then there's always the, the platinum level when you're paying pay to play, man. Yeah, like anything. But, but, it, but it's not, I mean, because certain things do work well. You know, it's just, I, I don't know how it's determined. I, I don't know. But, uh, okay. But anyway, the, the contest is going now, so you can go visit the site. And there's a way, there's ways to get multiple entries. So you can just enter once if you'd like, but then we give you the option of, and I had it pulled up here, and now I don't have it pulled up, so i got to pull it back up. Uh, but the option to get more entries in the contest, and it's very easy. All you got to do is uh, click uh, on one of the uh, several options, and I want to read some of them here because uh, I want to know exactly how many, because I, I there's a quite a few. You can get quite a few entries in this thing by just doing this simple stuff, so... The computer is so damn slow, man. It's a new iMac. It should not be this slow. What is going on over there? I don't know. All right. Win this guitar. It's right on the front page. All right. Now Alexa's talking to me. That's okay, Alexa. Thank you, though. All right. Enter a contest now. All right. So you can get... I'm going to count these. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. 29, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 20, 30. You could get 30 more entries into this contest by doing these things. And I'll read some of them here. Just simply liking the Cover Band Central Facebook page gets you an extra entry. Uh, you can like the Reverend Guitars Facebook page, who we are uh, working with here on this contest. We are formed a partnership um, and check them out. You can join the Cover Band Central group that's an entry. Follow us on Twitter. It's another entry. Follow Reverend Guitars on Twitter. That's another entry. 
retweet the contest, you get another entry there. So you get the idea. There's a lot of things here you could do pretty simply. Um, subscribe to this CBC uh, YouTube channel, you get an entry. So all these things, you can pick these things and, and get yourself a lot of entries, which will, uh, of course, increase your chances of being the winner. And, um, and there's two where you can... Those are all the one entry ones, and then there's two where you can get multiple ones. Uh, one is uh, if you get the Cover Band Riches ebook, which I wrote and um, is available on the website, and it's worth it because you learn a lot of good stuff about this industry on how to make money. You get five entries if you purchase that book. And then last but not least, if you join the Cover Band Central VIP subscri subscription group on Facebook, uh, which is a monthly... You get a Reverend guitar for free. No, you get more entries. Um, you get 10 entries just for joining that group. And that group is killer. We do uh, exclusive interviews and tutorials in there and, and stuff like that. So so check all that out, coverbandcentral.com. Click on that, get in the contest, and you could be the winner. Somebody's got to win, and you got nothing to lose. And that's that. And, Tony, uh, because you are a employee of Coverband Cover Central and its subsidiaries, you are not eligible. <laughs> I am not eligible to win anything. No, you are not eligible, nor am I. But that would, that would be funny if we drew the winner and it was me. <laughs> winner is... Thank you, I have won. The wish I won. Thank you very much for everybody for answering this contest and buying my book. <laughs> that would be seriously rotten. But alas, it will not be. Even worse if the drummer won it. Eight, oh well, yeah, I mean, no. Maybe they'll start playing guitar. Start playing a real instrument. Ah. <laughs> um, so that's what's going on in, in CPC land. I, I spent a lot of time working on stuff, especially yesterday. What is that sound? That's people saying boo, boo to you. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's what's going on. I, I spent a lot of time working on stuff yesterday, and it's all I'm doing, really. Uh, what's new with you in your crazy world? What's new and exciting? Took Cole to college. I think we talked about that last week. Um... Had a relaxing Labor Day weekend, which was very nice. Have a gig this coming weekend. Six-piece band, extra vocalist, and saxophone player. Right. That, that should be very entertaining and fun. Um, what else is new, dude? Summer's over. Back to uh, oh, thank God. fall <laughs> action. Thank God summer's over. I don't like summer. Why would you say such a thing? Because oh. it's freaking hot here, man. It's hot yeah, and humid every day. It's summer. it's oppressive. It's it's summer, man. Get with the program. I don't like it. I don't stay like inside. It. I do. That's what I do. I stay inside, or I go out and lay by the pool and go swimming. There you go. But when I have to go out and get in my car and drive somewhere, it's just too much. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's ridiculous. Um. So I'm welcoming fall with open arms. And I am 
uh, I'm really close to pulling the trigger on when I'm going to come up there. Nice. Yeah, I really enjoy Fool. I really do. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I don't know if we talked about that. No, I guess we probably didn't um, last week because I, ta- I spoke to, maybe we did. I spoke to Steve, this uh, my friend Steve, uh, who plays in the Bad Habit Mad Rabbit thing, and he was talking about maybe coming up and just rather than open book, mic book, book, jam. Yeah, yeah, go to the open mic. Okay, I did talk about it. Um, so that's um, probably an easier way to go. And that leaves things uh, open for the weekend. Um, and it's the easy, easy way to go, too, you just show up and play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have to have low gear or nothing. Um, but I did play over the weekend, this past weekend. Did 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 I know that when I talked to you last time? I guess I did, because I talked to you Thursday, right? Yeah, I think you said you were playing, yeah. Oh, I said I was playing Saturday and Sunday, but I ended up playing Friday, too. So I played Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, nice. And that was the first time I, yeah, that was the first time I played in three weeks. I hadn't played my bass in three weeks. And uh, I was a little concerned, but not really much. And, uh, yeah, I didn't need to warm up or anything. It's just, it's all there. It all stays there somehow. Um, it's only been three weeks. It's not like it's three years. No, I know. I know. But you know. Who'd you play with on Friday night? Uh, same band all three nights. It was uh, Cornerstone at Crazy Corner. That's Jason Harvey on drums and... My girl Tracy from the band at the Swamp is now the singer at that band at Crazy Corner. So I worked with Tracy, mm. and uh, Chris plays guitar. This guy Seth playing keyboards, who I I don't know, and I had never played with him before. And uh, the other singer, male singer, is Persian. Um, and I got to tell you, man, playing at the Swamp for so long, we've been playing. You know, Sunday through Thursday. So n- you never get the weekend crowds. And the c- weekend crowds are the best crowds here. Um, and it, occasionally you would get it at the Swamp where you would play to a nice packed room. Um, but not often, and especially not during the summer. Um, but we had jam-packed room Friday and Saturday. And, you know, it, it took just a little while for, for it to fill up after we started, but we mm-hmm. had a jam-packed room of, and it was, it was, uh, uh, the, 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 I forget what it was called now, the, the, the festival for the, the, the gay people. <laughs> what was it called? Oh, Decadence Festival, thanks. Thank Decadence, you. yes, thank, your thank Decadence you, Week. Okay, so, but, but the majority of our crowd was young uh, just kids, like college kids in there. I don't know why they were in town or anything, but, um, and packed room and just like, you know, playing the same shit that we play all the time, but playing, you know, the crowd favorites. And, you know, at points they were cheering so freaking loud. It was just a, this war of sound from the crowd. And it's so nice again to play for a, an appreciative, packed room it's such a it makes such a difference for me as far as my enjoyment of it obviously i would think you know i, I the thing i love most about all this is playing bass but when you have a, that energy of, of a packed room and they're all dancing and smiling cheering their faces off ah it's great man it's it's like nothing else that's why i do this you know oh no doubt dude when when you have that vibe it's that that's the you know that's the pinnacle. That's what it's, it's all about, you know. Ooh. 
you have that energy in a room or a packed room, you know, or outdoor party, it's packed or a huge crowd right in front of the band, you know, that's into it, paying attention, you know, energized, feeds off everybody's energy. It's awesome. Yeah. And now this situation with this band is interesting. Um, I mean, this band... the genesis of this band that I subbed with on on the weekend was from a band I put together at, in that room. And uh, I think we're four years ago now, three, four years ago, four years ago, probably at least. Um, and the, the guitar player that's in the band now is the same guitar player that I hired. Everybody else is different. But the drummer that's in that band is Jason, and I hired him too uh, later. He wasn't the original drummer. Um, and I've gone back to that band and then left again and then, you know, sub here and there, but now sort of in a, in a place where I could go back to it full time again, possibly at least Jason wants me to, and he is the band leader. Um, and I, I think I would willing to be willing to bet the other people want me to, too. Um, so it was an upgrade of a gig for sure. Yeah, but it's it's back to playing five nights a week, which is very draining, dude. It's yeah, and it's also weekend nights too, right? Yeah, it's I mean, just doing the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was wiped out yesterday. I was just it, it takes a lot out of you getting up there because I'm not just standing there playing bass. I'm performing and I'm singing. I'm you know I'm moving around. I'm performing. Um, and it takes and just just the adrenaline of it all. When you come down from that, man, it just you just feel like ugh, drained, exhausted. So I felt that way for quite a bit of yesterday. And it's hard as much as I want to do all this work for Cover Band Central, but it's it's tough, man. To if I was doing five nights a week, it's it's tough to to really put in as much time and effort as I would like to. So. So I don't know. I haven't really been given an. I haven't been given any sort of official offer yet, at all. So I don't want to jump the gun on that. But it might. No, but you should definitely start thinking about it if the opportunity arises, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's a possibility that I might just take a couple of the days. So if that's the case, then that would be good, because I would like to still be playing regularly. So if I had like two days a week. Yeah, what if you just what if you just did a Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, um, I'd prefer to just do Friday, Saturday, and not do Sunday. Um, but it's not up to me, so uh, we'll see what I'm offered if I'm offered anything, and go from there. Um, right. But now there's a couple. Well, more. I'm sorry, God. No, last question. So they they play five nights a week now. Yes. And what what nights do they play? Wednesday through Sunday. Ah. Okay. Um, so there's a couple there's a couple other things to consider here too now um, I really feel like if I'm going to go back into a band full time I want to have a decent amount of control over what's going on in the band Um, I don't necessarily want to be the band leader but I would like to have band leader cred (laughs) um well, you know that that doesn't work that way. Well, it doesn't, but it kind of does in this situation because 
because I was the one that actually initially formed this band. So I have a little bit of cred with it. And Jason looks to me for for advice, you know, willingly, you know, um, all the time. You know, he'll, he'll ask my opinion or ask what, what I think we should do, blah, blah, blah. So he respects my opinion and my judgment and my guidance and all that, as does you know, the other people in the band. Well, and he, it also seems like he's got the passion to want to want to make it better every night. Yeah. Um, but I need, and I told him this on Sunday. I said, if, you know, if you were going to be serious about this, I want to have a sit down lunch with you and just go over a couple things that we need to shore up. And, and then, you know, then I'll be all in if we do these things, but these are important things. So I'm going to tell you what they are. For one, and and, it, and it's all stuff that I kind of talk about in CBC, in my articles, in the book, blah, blah, blah. But for, number one, the, they need to dress better. They're just not dressing. Tracy dresses really good all the time. I, this, for this weekend, I dressed well. I, I, for all three nights, I wore a nice shirt, nice jeans, good, you know, nice shoes, blah, blah, blah. I looked, I looked the part. The other guys, they just wear a t-shirt and jeans, man. They look like they just rolled out of bed. And they, you know, you got you're on stage, man. You're and a big stage, Bourbon Street, where you can really make a big splash. And they're just, they don't dress well. They don't care. They don't put any thought or effort into it. So that would need to change. So that I would say. And I mean, you know, it doesn't really affect me so much. But as the the band, if I'm going to represent myself in another band, I want it to be up to a certain standard, up to standards that I talk about, you know, that I believe in. So, Absolutely. So do you think that's reasonable to, to, uh, I do. Okay. Let me take a sip of my drink. They're not unreasonable demands. They're, you know, reasonable guidelines for, you know, what you desire to get out of it. If you're going to participate wholeheartedly. And I think that's a fair, you know, assessment of, um, you know, laying out very specifically and openly what it is that your, your expectations are. So this way, when you go into it, you know, there's no confusion as to what was discussed. Right. Yes, I agree. You know, and that's important. Yeah. Um, one of my other biggest concerns is, is song selection. And I have to say that they did a great job with their song selection over the weekend. I had a little say in it here and there, but for the most part, they were picking the songs. My only, my only problem with it is that they don't have one person that's picking songs. Sometimes it's Jason, sometimes it's just one of the singers, and you know, but they were doing a good job at picking them before the song that we were playing ended, so and then communicating to everybody what the next song was, so we were able to roll song, 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 and they were picking good songs. Um, all the money songs, the songs that have been played to death, but the crowd favorites, and they were working. There were a couple that we played twice in the night. Uh, there might have been one we played three times, um, but it's all all hits, you know, all killer, no filler. Um, mm -hmm. So that that I was really pleased with that, that that they were doing that. Um, uh, so my other concern is the other singer, not Tracy, but the other the guy. Um, he's really good. He, he's got a really good voice and he's very good interacting with the crowd. Um I just I, he he stands on stage sometimes when he's not singing and not doing anything, 
like he'll just stand there and that bothers me and sometimes he's standing right behind me too and just standing on stage while we're playing a song and i mean it, it it's it's a minor thing but to me it, it kind of is a major thing because if if you want to really offer a professional presentation then you need to you need to understand little things like this make a big difference you can't if somebody was watching you have to think a third person point of view if somebody's watching or filming a video and they watch and they see this band and they see oh that guitar player is good oh that singer's good what's that guy doing just standing right there why is he just standing there on stage you know that's what yeah he should be out in the crowd taking a lap you know chilling or whatever just be off stage you unless you're contributing to the the show you should not be on the stage period and you know he'll he'll come on stage at, like in the middle of a song and then like go pa past me and then pick up his drink and then walk b off the stage in the middle of a song like no 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 you don't you got to have respect for the other people that are on stage that they're d that they're performing you know uh, and and I get anxiety about it if somebody's standing behind me while I'm playing like directly behind me it it makes me so uncomfortable because I like to kind of step up and step back you know that's my little zone there and uh, I mean, there's just no reason for it. And it's a very simple adjustment, just like, uh, and I don't think he's doing any, anything on purpose, you know, like to be an asshole or anything. I think he's just, he's just not aware of that. So that would be a thing. And I already kind of discussed it with Jason a little bit, um, like a month or so ago, but it would need to be addressed again. Um, you know, I, and I don't want to offend the guy, you know, but it's not, but you know, it, it's hard to put it like, say something like that was without somebody taking offense but it's it has nothing to do with his talent or or his his ability to do the job it's just yeah it's just housekeeping yeah how, that's a good way to put it you know that it is it's just, just you know etiquette and common stage housekeeping these are the things you do and don't do you know yeah etiquette is how i think of it stage etiquette. yeah songs started you're playing the band's in full swing and if you're not singing on it you don't come on the stage yeah, and like no, you don't. Yeah, and I, I was France across, you know. Right, and I was using his mic because they didn't have another mic stand, so I was using his mic to do some harmonies or to sing lead. I was singing lead on a few songs, and you know, like the song would start, and I need to get up to the mic, and he's like standing there in between, in between me and the mic, and like I, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything, and I don't want to like physically move him but it's like come on dude i gotta you know <laughs> i gotta go sing and you know just having that awareness on stage to know that that's coming up you know that's again housekeeping yeah minor thing but but a major difference so the band looks good the band's got great players they're picking great songs if they dress better and you know practice that stage etiquette because they're we were talking jason and i were talking about it and looking to get some gigs outside of bourbon street do some casinos do some parties uh, you know, uh, Mardi Gras balls, whatever. Um, and it's, it's doable, but those, those criteria need to be met. Then the next thing would be for me is, is having a, a better social media presence and, and doing something actively all the time with it in order to get, grow your audience, get your name out there. And that's how you yeah, and get, get the momentum going. Yeah. And, and that's how you're going to get some more work. Um, you need to provide a lot. I mean, I talk about this with bands all the time you need to provide a lot of content take pictures take video put that stuff out there um and um probably get professional studio photos done 
and, and have a website, which is not difficult. Um, and there you go. So if we could do all those things, then then I'm on board. So we'll we'll see. I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, I, I'm planning for it, but again, there's nothing that's been set in stone at all yet. So. Well, hey, you just keep cultivating it and having the conversation about it, you know? Yes. And start mapping out, you know, like you said, thinking about if it can, if it's something that you could fit into your your current plan. Yeah. Would be the other thing, you know? Plans are funny, man, because they're supposed to be set in stone, but then they're always changing. Mm-hmm. Um... So that's it. So as of right now, the only thing I have scheduled is September 28th. That's the only gig I have scheduled right now at all. And that that is in Mississippi at one of the casinos. Uh, I don't remember which one. And that's with this band? No, that will be with uh, Sean from The Swamp. Oh, yeah. Playing drums and Tia singing. And I don't know... Oh, I think uh, I think this guy Mitch will be playing guitar, and I, I met him before. I've never heard him play, but I met him, and cool guy. Um, easy gig. We don't have to bring a lot of gear. We just bring our. I can just bring my bass and plug and play. Cool. But that's all I have booked right now. Nothing else. Yeah, I got a gig this weekend, and I got one at the end of the month as well. On uh, 28th. That's Saturday, right? Saturday. No, 28th is... 28th is a Friday. It's a Saturday. 28th is a Saturday. Yeah, like I said, 28th is a Saturday, right? Yes. Yes, I'm gigging that Saturday as well. Excellent. That is for a 60th class reunion party 60 wait yeah people after 60 years go back to a class reunion and like still know other people and stuff yes and people are still alive and it was it's, it's the, i was told the volume has to be kept at an, an extreme extremely low 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 volume well yeah so we're, so we're bringing electronic drums i'm gonna actually play on the electronic kit so right. we can control 100% the true volume uh, output of the PA. Right. Well, you've done There'll that. There'll be before. no ambient acoustic sound whatsoever. You've played on electronic hits before, yeah? Yeah, I haven't gigged with one in 15 years or, or more, probably 20 years. Wow, okay. So it's... Uh... It'll be interesting. <laughs> just different you know it'd be cool to change all the different drum sounds because you have all the different kits in there you know so depending on the song i could switch the, the drum kit or even in part between parts you can go from like a tight little hip-hop kit to like a big arena kit oh that's cool you know yeah or like if you do a reggae tune you can go to the reggae kit with all the reggae type sounds timbales and whatnot shakers gourds Right. Well, you're using in ears anyway, so it's it's not too much of a difference. Oh yeah, we're all we're we're all using in ears now. One hundred percent 
in-ear friendly, everybody. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess acoustic drums have a feel to them, too, that are different, even if you're wearing in-ears. Well, they're all mic'd and tuned, so they sound killer. You know, electronics just sound produced, you know, in the in-ears. Right. So that, that's cool, you know, effect when you have in the in-ears with the rest of the band mixed in. You know, every it sounds all mic'd up and EQ'd, and it sounds killer. Right. Um. Cool. So sixty. Uh, so sixty-year reunion. So we're talking about people that are in their late seventies. Yeah. What is the music? What are you going to be playing? The sixties through today, whatever was the top twenty hit, baby, you could dance to. It. All right. Now we'll probably play like a bunch of the older, almost wedding song esque um, song selections, much like unforgettable, crazy, um, you know, fly me to the moon, just the way you look tonight, Sinatra, um, you know, some like more mellow, slower, older, you know, seventies, sixties, Motown, stuff like that. Yeah, because like. Th- 60 years they graduated high school in 1959 right so that was before the Beatles that was before rock was really really a thing um so you would imagine though that it would be important to play songs that were popular that year right because you would think not that we're doing that but yeah you one would think that's what I would do hmm because you know that's you're reminiscing with people from that long ago, and and music plays a big part in reminiscing, and it certainly does. <laughs> it certainly does. And so let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this now and see what songs were popular back then. It's yeah. probably like Baby In. It's song. probably like Run Around Sue. Top songs of 1959. Yes, let's look. All right, so you're guessing songs. So this could be a little fun game. I don't have my stump the drummer sound effect, but we'll do it anyway. I have a whole list here. This is great. Uh, I have one. Hang on. Stump the drummer. That's pretty good. That's pretty good Bob Doyle impression. Um, all right. So the most, let's see. It's just kind of, this is not in any sort of order. So let me see if I can find. All right. Here we go. Top 100 hits of 1959. So I, I mean, I really would. If I was playing this gig. That would be a priority for me. Say, all right, we got to play some of these songs that were popular at the year. Give me a couple. Rattle some more. Okay. Well, I'm not going to give them to you. I'm going to make you guess them. Um, these are interesting artists, not ones that I would have guessed. But what did you already say? You already guessed a couple. I said, like, Run Around Sue, I, Run around I think, Sue. was around that time. And Which is like Dion. Okay. All right. I'm going to go to. I just um, scrolled through the. What whole else? Do I, I said something else too. I forget now. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, we're going to play a little game. I'm going to give you a clue. Bill Haley and the Comets? No, that was earlier. That was. That was before 59? I'm going to give you uh, uh, some hints and you're going to guess. This, this song was number 26 in the year of 1959. It shares the same title as a popular 
Molly Ringwald movie from the 80s. Sixteen Candles? Very good, very good. Sixteen Candles. Sixteen Candles. That would be great. Candles. That would be a great song to play at your 60th anniversary. Or yep, and I know that song, too. I could play it right do you now. Know, do you know the artist? I don't. The Crests. The Crests. I would right. never have guessed that. Crests. Um, all right. Good toothpaste. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Number 21. And I'll tell you the artist, Ethan. It's Phil Phillips and the Twilights. Do you know the song? No, you don't. I don't. It was remade in the 80s by uh, a band fronted by Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yes. When we met. Very honey good. Drippers, baby. Yes, remake. The Honey Drippers, Sea of Love. Very good. You're not cheating, yeah. are you? No, I'm not at all. All right. I'm queuing up. I'm too busy doing this. You're killing it. <laughs> um, okay. Number 17. Okay. And by the way, those two songs you should be doing. Number 17, mm-hmm. this song, you would probably love doing it. It's fun. It seems like it'd be fun. Is named after Crazy Train? No. Oh. <laughs> Crazy Train. Nineteen fifty nine. Early version. Do you remember the Crazy Train? <laughs> I I I <laughs> I'm going up that, that's like the Richard Cheese thing. Going, going up, up the rails, rails on, on a crazy, crazy train. train. Take it away, Randy. Uh, um, all right, so number 17 is named after a popular cartoon character who was the lead character, a, a comic strip, and then a cartoon character, too, and he was the lead character. Nothing ever went right for him. Nothing ever went right for him. Cartoon character. Comic strip character and then later cartoon, yeah. But it was something you would see in your Sunday comics all the time. And he was the lead character. It's a he. Okay, and anyway, he, he the song's about him? The song is his name, yes. Wimpy? Wimpy? From Popeye? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know any cartoon uh, any comic strip guy who has bad luck all the time I'll give you another hint he's a clown Bozo? Oh, that's a trick clip he's a clown that Charlie Brown he's a clown <laughs> that Charlie Brown by the coasters, Charlie Brown. Gotcha. Nope, we wouldn't have gotten that one. Uh, oh, this is a good one too, man. Wow, 1959. This song. Uh, how do I give you a clue for this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to give a clue for that. Put your head on my shoulder by Paul Anka. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Number 12, 1959. Uh, you could have said it's like, like a popular shampoo. Yeah, I I was thinking of going that way, but it seemed too complicated. Uh, oh, this is a great song, man. Number three, 1959 by Lloyd Price. I used to have this on 45, this song. Um, it's one word. Um, uh, she's got walk, talk, smile, charm, love. Do you know it? <laughs> she's got sassafras. Cause she's got. Personality, Mr. Personality. Uh-huh. That was number three. Number three of 1959. Wow, so I'm gonna have to go back and look at these songs. Imagine may have to crash course a couple of these. Yes. Uh, number two. Yeah, she's got personality. Yeah. A lot of good vocal parts in there. Yeah. Walk, personality, talk, talk, <laughs> smile, talk, smile, charm. Run, jump, jump, and but you got a great big bus over and over. What was number one? Uh, well, let's get to number two. Okay, number two. Uh, probably the most popular song ever, uh, uh, or he's he's known for Bobby Darren. <laughs> Not got nothing, dude. Bobby Darren, come on. What's the I know who he is. I just don't know what songs he did. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, it rhymes with Jack the Life. Jack the Life? <laughs> yeah, it rhymes with Jack the Life. Uh, I don't know. Mac the Knife. Uh, uh. I would not have guessed that. And the number one song, and I want to... See if I can find out a way to play this. It's interesting that this is the number one song. We're talking about this from 1959. I want to see if I can find a way to play it. Uh, let's see if you can hear it. Oh, I can't play it there. I gotta buy it. What? I ain't buying it. Come on, 1959. Who's paying for stuff now? Yeah, I'll just look it up on YouTube. Exactly. Um, which is how most people do that. Listen to uh, music now. Listen to the great hits of 1959. I really want to hear it because I don't actually know how the song goes. Why don't you just say, Alexa, play blah, blah, blah? Um, because, first of all, I don't call her Alexa. Oh. I call her bitch. <laughs> Pick it up, bitch. <laughs> just play me blah, blah, blah. All right, tell me if you can hear this when I play it. I'm going to play it now. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it. I don't know if I'll be able to hear it. There it is. Can you hear it? It's Deliverance. Huh? Deliverance. In 1814, we took a little trip Along with Colonel Jackson down the mighty Mississippi We took a little bacon and we took a little beans And we caught the bloody British in a town in New Orleans We fired our guns and the British kept a coming there wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We 
The number one song of 1959, The Battle of New Orleans by Johnny Horton. Battle of New Orleans. The Battle of New Orleans. Johnny Horton. So it's a war kind of fighting. Uh, place called Swamp across Street from Corner. Crazy Corner. That was the number one song, man. How about that? Uh, How about that? Bam, 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 bam. Uh, so I say, you 1959. Play right there. Play the hits, man. Learn five songs we just talked about. Sixteen Candles is a good one. Head on my shoulders, a nice slow little dancer. Um, what was the other one we said? Personality. Personality. That's three. That's plenty. Yeah, that's something. I mean, I would think that would be standard. No, like playing a, a reunion. You want to. Play the songs that were popular that year. You would think, right? And then, of course, you can change the words around too. Sure, you can do whatever you want. You're the, you're, hey, you're the, you're you the mic. can tip tip the band, ma ma uh, honey, in give us money, extra bread of money. <laughs> there you go. Right. Fives, we like money. Tens, we take money. Twenty. Even better. Fifties. We like everything. There you go, dude. You can improvise this. Just yeah. Just, just, just did it. Done. Yeah, just did it. It's done. You want to hear the right version? Cough up some cash. We'll play whatever you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Betty. Caught up. <laughs> we're already paying you, sonny, you little fucking bastard. You. We're paying you already to play. Play what I tell you. Cough up some cash, old Betty. Cough up some cash there. Oh, Black Betty. Want to hear some Black Betty? Oh, Black Betty and Ram Lamb. <laughs> Excuse gotta, me? You heard me. They got to they gotta take their walkers up to the stage to drop in money. <laughs> I mean, you know. I make it's like, dude, my buddy, when he pulls up for gas, like no matter where he goes, he pulls up for gas and he says, to the guy, I can't do it because I think people think it's so wrong, but he's he yells at the top of his lungs. He's like, he says something like to the effect of like, what's up, bruh? Fill it regular, bruh. Right. Or five hours regular, bruh. Fill it up, bruh. What's up, bruh? Bruh. Like, say it like that. You know, and the guy yeah. be like, excuse me? He's like, you heard me. <laughs> he never breaks character. So people think he's friggin' nuts. It's That's great. It. Nice. Out. Wow. It's been a long time since somebody pumped my gas. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, you're... You haven't lived lately. Yeah, I gotta put my own gas, man. Jersey, lazy Jersey folks. Get out the car, man. Pump your own gas in Jersey. Come on. You got all kinds of brain dead people pumping gas. <laughs> yeah. Those people make a living. That's great. Like people in other states that where that doesn't happen would think it's just absolutely nuts that somebody just their job is to pump gas for you. Poorly too at that. Do they still have like, like miserably? The... Right. Remember that I told the guy, like, dude, when you open, when the little gas door opens up and you unscrew that gas cap, there's a hook right there that you hook it on. You don't need to drop it, like, pluck the, pluck, 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 get the side of the car. Like, every time, you know? It's not that difficult. Yeah. That's like your guy wandering out on the stage. That's what that does to me. <laughs> I'm they... like, dude, really? Like, really? Do they still carry, like, a big wad of cash in their pocket? I always remember that, like, 
I would pay for by yeah, cash, and they would yeah, just pull out this big wad of cash, getting you your change. Yeah, it's still a thing. That's still a thing, really. Yeah, not not quite as big the wad as you would think. I think because they were like getting rolled, but they always had some kind of money on. See, back back in the olden days, they used to these attendants at gas stations used to they would check your sometimes check your oil. They would clean your windshield, you know, with a squeegee, clean your, clean all your windows. Uh, you know, whatever. Go buy your cigarettes if you want, <laughs> something like that. But yeah, they, would, they, they would do stuff. You know, they would service your vehicle basically. But now, yeah, it's just they come out and they stick the nozzle in your thing. Like I could have done that. The only time That's it's it. it's great. Fill it. Yeah, fill it up, unleaded cash. Fill it up, unleaded charge. And then remember the old days when you had the the chug, chug, with the the credit card thing. They had that the. Oh yeah, I used to. Yeah, my my grandpa. I had a gas station I worked there when I was a kid. You said the credit card machine. You click all the numbers over, clickety clickety click click click. Put the date in at the beginning of the shift and stuff. And yeah. Chick chick. Triple hit. Yes. <laughs> and get the sign here. all over your hands and shit. Yeah, and sign here and take that off and slips went in the certain yeah, the slips went in this little box because exactly because of that. It was like ink haven. Yeah. I get wonder how much paperwork has been wasted just on like nonsense like that. Yeah, here's this receipt from 1976 when I bought gas at Esso. There are still things that you do need paper, like when we export soil off of the construction site, you know, the manifest is still in, like, quadruple or quintuple pages. And it's for each truck, you know, each load. And they, you know, you fill it all out, and I copy, they take the other four with them. And then it's like they keep one. The facility gets one. The consultant gets one. You know what I mean? So there's still a paper trail, legit paper. Okay. Which is interesting in this day and age that it's not computerized. Yeah. So I was thinking about I was on the cruise, and even though I had this drink package thing where I I could get up to 15 a day, each time I got a drink, I still had to sign off on it. So they had a little receipt, and I signed it. So, right. So and like everybody had to do that. So I'm thinking like for that one cruise, like all that paperwork, are they actually saving that and putting it somewhere in case they need to refer to it at some point? Is that really a no, thing? It, you're right. There's probably an easier way they could track how much you actually drank and what they got to charge the ship, right? Because I'm sure there's a charge. You know, those drinks get have to get billed to somewhere. Yeah, I I, I mean I wonder what the cutoff is, like because I'm sure people will get there because I got my receipt at the end of it. That that listed all the stuff, you know, all the times I bought a drink, and it didn't say what, but it said where and what time, and what date. So I'm sure some people will get that back and say, "Hey, I didn't drink it," blah blah blah, and, and try to dispute it, and they'll then they'll have to go back and find that paperwork and say, "Oh yes, you did. Here, here's your signature." Uh, but I mean, do they like? How do you even file all that? How do you keep all those files organized? Because it, it's paper. They they're just like taking a yeah, paper. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like Plus the ink fades after a while too. Yeah, if you have like an old gas receipt, it's white. Like the the ink's gone. You can't read oh, yeah. it anymore. Oh yeah, I still have receipts that I saved from like bases I bought twenty years ago, and then and it's barely legible. That's a, it's it's the uh, gradual disappearing ink trick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not going to be there anymore. You got to scan it. You, know, you got to scan it in electronically. It's the only way to preserve it. Yeah. Yeah. I but like, anyway, they'll figure it out. Who? Drink people. 
to those people, the, the people that do that. The drink people, they'll figure out how to tally up the drinks and make sure you, that everyone knows what the things cost. Right. Just saying, it's just a waste of so much paper. Don't uh, worry, Steve. Just worry about drinking your 15 drinks a day. Yeah, I didn't reach reach it. Not not one day did I reach it. I'm disappointed in myself. Uh, very disappointed. I'm very must uh, very disappointed in that. Well, it's tough because you have to, you get. First of all, getting a drink is a little challenging because it's busy. Hey, everybody! Steve is on vacation and couldn't drink ten drinks a day. What do you think about that? Fifteen. It's the beginning of witch hunt. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I'd like to go on another cruise. I like that. You know the song Witch Hunt, right? Yeah, of course. I read an article not too long ago where they were saying that they recorded that Les Studio, you know, moving pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did that witch hunt, the beginning of that witch hunt, you know, when it's at the very, very beginning with the crowd. And they had inciting the mob riot. They did that. At, they went outside in the snow at Lay Studio, and they took all the crew and like the studio stagehands and the people that worked there and like the janitor, and they brought them all outside, and they made a fire in a barrel so it had that crackling sound, and they did all that um, angry mob scene outside, and huh. recorded onto the for the album. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Did not know that. Moving pictures. I used to listen to the the side with Tom Sawyer, and then I would never flip it over. Yeah, what's wrong with you? I don't know. It was like <laughs> when I had the record. It was just Tom Sawyer, Limelight, YYZ, or Tom Sawyer, Red Barchetta, YYZ, and Limelight on, yep. on that side. So and I that was just, it. I would just listen to that side. That was it. I wouldn't flip it over. <laughs> I think I I probably flipped like when I first got Moving Pictures, probably flipped it over. I was like, ah, oh, these songs aren't as good. And then I just just played that side. I right. Know, it's got to be side one, right? Tom Sawyer's side one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, this way I I would just play those four in a row and then play them again. Back when I had a record player. Oh yeah. I think the, I think the cassette was the same way. You had to flip it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that's what but I mean, song wise, I think it was the same lineup. Yes, I believe so. Um, alrighty. Well, another hour is through. Wisdom hour has come to an end. We did learn today, uh, the top songs of 1959. We did. We learned how, how they recorded Witch Hunt. Yes. Big intro. And we learned, what did we learn? What else did we learn? We learned, uh, that Skype is a pain in the ass. <laughs> yep. We learned the technical issues continue with Skype. Yes. And um, it's not our fault. And we learned that you can win a guitar. Yes. Just by signing Reverend. up for the contest. Go to coverbandcentral.com and sign up for this contest. It's free to sign up. And you can get extra entries for doing other cool things like buying the book and joining the VIP group and liking the Reverend page. Um, check that out. It's you have nothing to lose. You have to be in it to win it, folks. And this is not like buying a lottery ticket where you have to spend money. Just sign up. No, you just gotta go and click stuff. You just go click stuff. That's it. Just clickety click click click. You're in. You could be the winner. It's it's a, retails of fourteen hundred thirty nine dollars, man. This is no joke. This is this is uh 
some good stuff. It's so a real deal. Yeah, real deal. So we're, I'm going to try to get, I got to talk to uh, the guy at Reverend, and I want to try to get Kyle shut on uh, either this show or do a video with him on Facebook and do an interview with him and get him to kind of show the guitar, talk about how he designed it, and hopefully play it too so we can hear it. Um, yeah. Which, which would really give a lot more incentive. But it's beautiful, dude. It's a, uh, I'm sure you haven't seen it yet, but if you go to the site and you look on the um, pictures, it's a beautiful guitar, midnight black color. It's 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 really pretty, really well designed. So uh, and you can get it for free. You can't get it for free, but somebody. yeah, I know, and no one in my family can either. Nobody in your family or your subsidiaries. <laughs> yes, which are many, vast. Uh, I never got to put, say subsidiaries anymore, ever, for for any reason. <laughs> And I'm glad uh, I gotta call my subsidiaries to see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never said that word or written it either. There you go. But now you know how to spell it. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> I just know it sounds cool. Uh, it sounds like we're official. All right. Employees, so, friends, subsidiaries are not eligible. Yes. Express written consent is required. Yes. Of all subsidiaries yes. to be released from. Yes. All right. So go to covergroupbandcentral.com. Do that. Sign up. Uh, like the page. Like the the group. Or join the group. Join the VIP group. Um, subscribe on YouTube. That's another thing that I we can do, you can do, that I haven't talked about. And that's it. We'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.